welcome to the Pete George Show. I'm Pete George, the host, and um, yeah, welcome and uh, hope you enjoy today's show where I actually talk about uh, four political parties. I know not everybody loves uh, politics, but uh, there's a fair bit of risk happening uh, this year with um, how Australia is and what's what it's all about. So I thought I'd. Um, share what I learnt the other night when I went to a Sky News show called The Mavericks and they had uh, what I call the four minor um, or the minor parties there was um, Clive Palmer and the United Party Uh, there was Pauline Hanson, Campbell Newman and Bob Catter so I thought I'd just share with you some of the thoughts and uh, about um, those people, how they conducted themselves um, and some of the things that I found that um, was a little bit strange. And the other good thing was I was able to bump into a wonderful uh, lady called Amanda Stoker and uh, we just hope she, she does well in the future because she's quite a nice person. So what I'll do is we'll have a look at... Um, the first party, and that's the United Palmer Party. Now, they're running in both Upper House and Lower House. You'll probably have um, seen ads with Clive Palmer, Craig Kelly, who used to be former uh, Liberal senator. Um, and he went off the rails a little bit with some of his thoughts about mandates and things like that. So he left that party, went to the United Palmer Party for the Lower House and... Um, Clive's up the top now the only thing I can say about um, what Clive said was um, he wants 3% interest rates for 5 years, can't be done Uh, and 15% tax on iron ore exports Um, he mentioned that uh, 80% of China's imports of iron ore are from Australia so you go and put a tax on that and they will go elsewhere. So you're killing off the iron ore productions. And I'd say, Clive, if you don't win a seat, uh, I don't think your companies would be too happy paying a 15% tax. So um, that's that part. Um, he said there that he won't uh, green preference. Um, and my only thought is, is another $70 million for for no return, uh, no seats, nothing um, to have as, you know, a return for $70 million. I felt like walking up to him and saying, listen, I've got this brilliant business idea for creative people. Give me give me two mil and I'll give you a return. But, you know, that's, that's just me and how I see things. And the big thing um, that I was there looking for was how they interacted with the people in the room and... Um, Clive got a zero on that, didn't want to talk to anyone, just worried about himself. Um, the Lib Dems, they, um, their upper house, lower house uh, focuses on Queensland, uh, a few other seats around the country. Um, they have Campbell Newman as their main point of call. Um, the thing that um, 
one of the things was they go su- not support the Greens. Uh, they'll preference the Lib Dems. Uh, the Lib, sorry. Um, now the big, the big funny thing with Campbell Newman is that he wants to shrink the size of. Um, how shall we say the federal government, as in the bureaucrats? He wants to get rid of bureaucrats. Now, if you're a Queenslander, you know what happened to him. The last time he tried to do that, he ended up getting out of politics altogether because he lost. Um, the other thing I find with um, the Campbell Newman, especially in the Lib Dems, is that uh, they're quick to criticise everything. Um, I'll have a little break in between too, and I'll give you a couple of insights while I've come to that. They just, um, and it's all all parties except for liberal but i'll get to that um and the big thing i got from them they criticized and you know worried about the debt and everything like we all do and things like that and the cost of living and everything but they didn't have any uh, solutions whatsoever so uh, getting back to that little part there that everybody's been critical of the libs and how they've handled things and there's a trillion dollar debt and um now that inflation's at 5% and it hasn't taken in the cut on um, fuel excise. But in the last two years, where was the playbook for any um, political party, any government, any state, federal or anyone in the world for what happened over the last two years? Um Yes, they didn't get a lot of things right, but at the end of the day, we're fortunate in Australia that um, our numbers were low. We've got vaccination rates up to where uh, they need to be and um, we're now starting to live pretty much a normal life. There's a few mandates and things like that still in place, which I think is ridiculous because they're um, making things harder for... Uh, our emergency workers but that's just my opinion so that's the um, that part of it why I say they're quick to criticize but they don't have solutions and the solutions um, that we were given um, were were not too bad in my humble opinion um, then we had the Catter party and Bob Catter and um, him and his wonderful ways um now the one thing i will um say about the catters so that's robbie catter in queensland bob catter in queensland as well is that they just stay in their lane um i can remember many an interview with robbie catter where he is asked a particular question and he goes no idea he goes i've got no idea because it doesn't affect me and i think uh when i heard that i think um all of us need to take um, that sort of attitude in life um, in the way that we need to focus on what's important for us and not worry about um, outside influences. So um, the one thing that strikes me with Bob Catter, he's now 77, uh, his knowledge of what matters in the bush is unbelievable and you cannot question doubt or even underestimate um what his capabilities are in that 
area of managing land, understanding what's needed in land um, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, he, he just knows his shit. That's the best way I can put it. He knows what the people want and he wants to deliver on the people want. And he was quite interested in the list too. He had a couple of radical ideas but that's just Bob Catter. Um, and they will support the Libs if pushed. Um, and all of the, 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 the four uh, candidates um, uh, that were uh, there. Sorry, folks, I think I've lost picture, but I'll keep going. It keeps on dropping in and out. So there we go. So I think the picture's frozen, but I will catch up, but hopefully the audio is still there. There we go. Um, is that when it comes to preferences, it's up to all of us to select who we want, how we want it and where we want it to go. So they can only give you a piece of paper where it's what you do in the in the ballot box. Um, and once again, another person that didn't give much of his time after the event, uh, and nor did Campbell Newman. I had a little chat to him beforehand, but very aloof, uh, very much about him. So... Leave us with the the last person, uh, which is uh, One Nation and Pauline Hanson. Now, Pauline is focused and experienced and you can never take that away from her. Um, she's pretty much up front. She knows how the politics works. She works for... The people of Australia, you'll always hear her say that and that's all she does and she's very, very focused. And um, the big thing that I got from there is she's always promising accountability of all parties in Parliament, no matter who gets in, um, where the Senate sits, where the lower house sits, she'll always look after um, the people of Australia. Hard to swallow from a politician. Um, and, yeah, she's she's pretty adamant and a pretty strong-willed person, which which is, is very, very good. Um, now, I've spoken to everyone about the preferences and things like that. Now, Pauline has openly said she'll target specific uh, Liberal seats where she won't preference them, um, and a couple of those are in Tasmania, but uh, at the end of the day... It generally only comes down to two parties, but the scary thing is that it could come down to two parties, but um, one other party. But that's I'm not going to comment on that just yet because I might get into trouble. So that's um, my thoughts overall. Now, the one that impressed me the most was Pauline Hanson. She mingled around. Um, she was there for a good 45 minutes, hour after the show. Um, people were asking all different questions, getting selfies and all that kind of stuff. And um, she's a genuine person. The, the one thing that um, stood out came from Bob Catter and um, everybody's had a dip at elbow not knowing the, the 4% in, uh, unemployment rate, 1.1 or 0.01% interest rate or whatever it is. Um, it's, it's important for them but not... Not for me as far as I'm concerned. But the big thing um, 
Bob Catter said was that uh, everybody, um, what's the word, puts down Pauline for being an efficient chip shop owner. But she's had to understand workplace law, workplace safety, budgeting, um, marketing, every facet of a small business. And a lot of these politicians that are there today have gone from school to uni to politics and that's the scary thing. Um, There's been a few, uh, some of the National Party people and some of the independents that are in play, um, they've all had their own uh, jobs but a large majority of politicians have never worked a real day in their lives. So um, for the people that have watched uh, the live, uh, thank you. It's um, just a little snippet of what I saw the other night. Uh, I know you all get bored with politics, but it's a little thing that um, I enjoy. So hope it was a little bit of knowledge. Um, if you can... Uh, subscribe to me on Facebook um, or on YouTube. That'll be great. And this show will become a podcast and the podcast is the Pete George Show and you can find that on, on all the major platforms. So all I can say is thanks for uh, taking the time to have a listen and may your week be sensational. <laughs>